0: if i put on something more
1: comfortable as far back as i can remember i always wanted to be a gangster Say hello to my little friend. keep your friends close but your enemies closer. houston we have a problem what we've got here is the sadie has no friends except, except sean. sean podcast
0: hey guys it's sadie welcome to sadie has no friends except for sean hi sean
1: hello there sadie good to see T-T-G-I-F. you
0: tgif
1: Well, some people don't listen to this on Friday, but yes. I
0: know. Do you know what's so funny is I know that makes you crazy when I reference a date because you go, maybe somebody's not listening on a Friday. And it just makes me laugh every single time.
1: There are people, and thank you, that like religiously open this every day and they listen to it. But there's a lot of people that just kind of listen to it when they get to it. Like a lot of my friends will text me. And they're on episode four or something like that. And this is episode 20. And so when they listen to this, it could be a Thursday.
0: That's true, Sean. And I'm going to continue to do that just because I know it makes you crazy. I'm going to sprinkle some of that in every day.
1: And thank you for your sprinkles. And thank you for the hat that you're wearing today. It's very nice. I know that you like we're, it? Still, we're still not on video, so you can't see <laughs> it unless you go. For, yeah,
0: that's right. If you follow us on TikTok and really all social media, we're on it and I post clips from the show, so people will be able to look at this hat and I'm in my hat. I'm figuring out my life. This hat is how would you describe what this hat
1: looks like? French. You look French.
0: No, it's not like a no, it looks like a. it's a newsboy cap. I got it at Walmart and it's a man's one. So I I feel like they
1: they wear those in France. No, that's a
0: beret, Sean. That's (laughs) (laughs) beret.
1: They probably wear those in France, too
0: i am in my mike love era (laughs) do you know who that is
1: yes he's in one of the bands
0: he's in the beach boys and he wears a hat just like this oh god you would think a dude in the beach boys would wear
1: like a more beachy looking hat but whatever
0: this is this is well he made it beachy i don't know should i take it off
1: no what's going on with the beach boys these days is mike love still with them
0: you know what? Yes. John Stamos also plays drums for them, which is crazy. Was he um, really?
1: You know, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like every show?
0: Uh, like, like a lot of shows. Huh. Anyway, so he... They're coming uh, to Colorado. The, That's cool. Well, the band came to what was then the Budweiser Event Center. It's now Blue. And the band came and we took my dad because he... Always loved like uh, the surfer songs and he didn't want to have any kids. He wanted to move to California. He had a Corvette and he wanted to live like the beach boy life or like he's a sun bum. And then my mom wanted to have kids. And I would always say, Mom, how did you convince him to have kids? She says, I took my clothes off and that was it.
1: It works every time. Same. Basically, <gasps> I kind of want to too. We've talked about my reggae obsession. It wasn't surfer music, but it was like reggae music. And I wanted to go live on a beach somewhere and listen to reggae music all day and learn how to surf. And I'm sure that- there
0: were so many times growing up with four children where he would sit <laughs> and think I gave up my Corvette, my freedom, my smile, My joy, (laughs) I gave up my money. I gave up my time. I look older than I should. I mean, I'm sure there were a million times he was like, I made a horrible error in judgment, you know?
1: All for 45 seconds of fun, as I like to say.
0: (laughs) I guess. Good Lord. Yeah. But um, what see. I was getting
1: at with the Beach Boys though, too, and I don't mean to derail your family talk, but <laughs> there's a lot of these older bands now. Leonard Skinner is the one that comes to mind the most, but there's these older bands and there's literally no original members left anymore. And I feel like yeah. it's a rip off when they're playing these big giant venues, like these big amphitheaters and arenas and you show up and it's legitimately a cover band at this point.
0: It really is legit. Or like the bassist will be the only original, Original person, you're like, well, yeah,
1: I can't name another one. I know they're out there, and somebody will hit me up and tell me who they are. But Leonard Skinner is one now. Where there is no original members. Gary Rossington was the guitar player. He just died. There's none. There's none left. The lead singer is the brother. He's a Van Zandt. A but he's cousin. Not the, yeah, he's not the. He's not the guy. He's got the bloodline, but he's not the guy. It's still a cover band.
0: Yeah, it's true and th- well, but I I'm going to disagree. Well, I have to say that I went to see Journey a few years ago and it was with the Asian feller yeah. and he is so good. He's good. And I have heard so many stories about Steve Perry just being a mega dick. And so I really wanted to support the dude, you know, and I went and Let me tell you, close your eyes and and how shitty would that be if you literally are like, I'm quitting the band and I'm the lead singer and everyone's the band's done because I'm the voice. And then dude walked away and they found some guy in Vietnam who sounds exactly like him. And they brought him over and they tour. And I got to say, I do not miss Steve Perry. And when I saw the show, I was like, I was sold.
1: I mean, I've seen it too. And I'm sold on it as well. But you don't close your eyes at a show. So you have to watch. And I was weirded out that it's like a five foot four Asian dude singing like Steve Perry (laughs) because he does sound like him. And then he talks and he's got the Vietnamese accent. And I'm like, how do you turn it off when you sing, man? This is crazy. I know, like, I
0: totally want to talk to this guy. There's a documentary
1: about him because they found him on YouTube.
0: Yeah, he was on Oprah, I remember, like, forever ago. And he was talking about how he would post these videos on YouTube singing Journey songs. And he sounded so much like him. But I mean, like, Steve Perry had to be like, that had to be a complete kick in the balls.
1: I mean, probably, but he quit the band. He did. That's on you, bud. That's on you, bud. The other guy in the band, though. Yeah, that's it. There's all these bands like I think of Bon Jovi and there's one of the guys that's like not the singer and he wants to be in control. There's always two guys and they fight. Yeah. yeah and there's and another they fight. one in Journey. I forget his name. But
0: Steve Perry put his chips on the table and he lost the hand. A lot of times of, what happens. Uh, what's the guy's name? Something Pineda.
1: Arnell Arnel
0: Pineda. Yeah.
1: A lot of these times what will happen with these classic rock bands is there'll be two of them. And so the lead singer will start his own and he'll be like the yeah. Perry of journey. And then there'll be journey that, but not with Steve Perry. And so there'll be two. And there's a lot of those instances too. Yeah, like, that's which, true. which one am I going to see? Am I going to see the one with the singer or the one without
0: this would probably be the only case I can think of where I would show up. And if the original singer were there, I'd be like, damn it. Where is Arnel Pineda? I'm an Arnel fan. I'm not a Steve Perry fan. And so if I showed up and that's the, and that's the only instance that I could think that I would run into that.
1: Yeah. I can't think of one. Can't. Yeah. Can't. No.
0: Um. Oh my God. Earlier I was getting ready in the bathroom and I put my music on shuffle and I hit a track of Celine Dion. And I'm so embarrassed because I'm not a good singer at all, but I'll sing along and, But I'm like, oh, my God, this is one of those songs and musicians where if somebody walked in the room and she was busting out the Titanic song, I'd be I'd be like really embarrassed. Like if somebody walked in a room and I was listening to like Merle Haggard, I'd be like perfect timing. Right. But they'd walk in another one that hit just right this morning. Michael Bolton.
1: See, I think those those artists that used to be, like, you get made fun of for listening, they're starting to become cool again. The one that comes to mind for me is a few eras later, but Creed... You remember Creed used to be like, if you listen to Creed, you were a loser. But now Creed is like popular again. No, Creed is
0: not. Who told you Creed is popular now?
1: I promise you they are. Go look like there's a TikTok resurgence. They're on tour again this year. The whole tour is like sold out in big arenas. It's cool to like Creed again. I'm telling you, you're just not you're not up with the times.
0: (laughs) For your birthday, I'm going to have a shirt made that says it's cool to like Creed.
1: (laughs) I'm not saying that I do. I'm saying that it is cool. to oh, like no. Them again.
0: Oh, no. I think I, I'm getting vibes that you're a big Creed fan. <laughs> no,
1: Creed, but that's when so you go weird. listen to their music, it's really not that bad. It's just that all of them sound the same. All of their songs sound the same. But there's many artists that are like that. Why Creed got the bad rap for it? I don't know
0: i know and i feel like isn't that weird that some artists can do weird stuff and be weird and put out weirdo music and there it's like iconic you know Mm -hmm. like led zeppelin will do a 20-minute song about staring at a fire and (laughs) taking acid and we're like whoa and then creed comes out with if if you never didn't know the story of creed that everyone thought it was dorky is dorky band. It's, it's actually pretty solid music, I think, but I would never say that out loud. You, you know? just did.
1: You just, you just <laughs> said it out loud, but I, th- I don't think that it was even Creed or Nickelback as they fall in that same category. Oh, Nickelback is who
0: I'm thinking of not Creed. Oh, Nickel. Oh, Creed sucks. But Here's
1: you know. the thing. <laughs> I don't think that it was the band that made the band uncool. Or the music of the band that made the band uncool. I think it was the fans of the band that made the band uncool. Because the fans acted like douchebags. Like the fans were the ones that drove around and acted like they were way cooler than anyone else. And they they were like. Who are you talking about? The fans of Creed and the fans of Nickelback.
0: So have you seen the
1: fans? Yeah, I went to a Nickelback show reluctantly here recently because Brantley Gilbert, who's a country artist, was opening the show. And so the record labels make us go. they're like, you got to come see Brantley open for Nickelback. I was like, all right. So I go. And it's so the fans of Nickelback, this is the best way I can describe them. And I'm not making fun of them because some of them are listening to this podcast.
0: Oh, they're the
1: same fans that go to WWE wrestling shows.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: That that uh, That's probably the best description I can give.
0: Okay. But yeah, no, I will I, say
1: I, I, this, okay. I was standing in the room because we always get to meet the country artists before the show and I was standing in the room waiting to meet Brantley Gilbert and all of a sudden Chad Kroger, the lead singer of Nickelback walks in and I was like, I get to meet Chad Kroger? And I don't even like Nickelback, I'm but I was really lo- excited.
0: What? I, I don't think I could stop my audible gasp of like, oh,
1: it's Chad Kroger.
0: I don't know. He doesn't know. have
1: the long, like nasty hair anymore. Oh. He's not. Oh. He's fine. He's fine. But just a nice- you know
0: what? I, you're right. I sometimes will hear Chad Kroger sing and I'm like, I'm I could totally jam out to some of that. You know what what's
1: you- becoming the new butt rock because Creed and Creed what's and Nickelback, butt that's rock? A, what's yeah, butt? it's called butt rock. It's called butt rock because it's just like the 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 dumb douchebaggy rock. Creed nickelback, butt rock. But there's the new, there's a new butt rock now. There'll always be a butt rock, and now the new butt rock is like there's this new heavier influenced country music, like guys like Hardy and Bailey Zimmerman and some of these guys, and these guys are my friends. But this is the new era of butt rock, and we're going to look back and we're going to make fun of ourselves for listening to this. I promise.
0: Really? Would you? Mm -hmm. Who else? Same fans. Really? Who else would you put in butt rock? I've never heard of butt rock. Is this like a common (laughs) term in the industry? Yeah. Really, butt rock, butt rock. Nice. Is there I a can't... channel where you could tune into butt rock?
1: Oh, I bet. Let me look on my Spotify real fast. I bet where it's a literally whole thing called
0: butt rock. butt rock. Yes. Oh, you yeah. made the list. Okay. Well,
1: no, I didn't make the list. Oh, Hold you on. did it? Butt Rock Bangers first thing that popped up <laughs> <laughs> Puddle what? of Mud, Saving Abel, Nickelback, Crossfade, Eve Six, Trap, Creed, Hinder, Blue October, Papa Roach, Butt Rock.
0: Oh my God! They and that sounds like a horrific lineup to have to sit through. <laughs> like if I had to sit through listening to every band that you just named, I would just. I, I actually started it. a
1: butt rock radio station. Um, you where? Early your- <laughs> early, early, no, early <laughs> your house. Or no, early, early, early in my career, I was I was just working in radio. I love country music, but you can't just like be like I want to be on that country radio station. You work where you can, and so I got shoved as a twenty one year old kid onto a oldies station, classic hits. It <laughs> yeah. was oldies. And that, that was the spot. And so I got shoved on there doing mornings by myself at four o'clock in the morning playing Elton John and earth wind and fire and, and was
0: it well yeah th- there was like the internet though it could you could have googled all these people that's what I No, I knew,
1: knew I knew who they were it's just not at 21 years old at four o'clock in the morning the last thing I wanted to do was play earth wind fire 1400 <laughs> times or Jim Croce I mean respect the music but I love I just, him I didn't I didn't want to play every morning for three years I hated it and so I was going to quit radio. I'm like, this isn't for me. And so I went to my boss and there's a butt rock radio station in Denver that does really good in Northern Colorado. And I was like, Hey, we should start our own butt rock radio station. Didn't call it that, but we should start our own rock radio station. And so we did, we started this radio station. We took the oldie station off the air and we put the butt rock radio station on and for two years, ran that baby.
0: Was it, was it like, was it called the butt rock station? No, we
1: don't say butt rock out loud. I'm, that's the behind the scenes making fun of the genre. Oh, I
0: thought you were talking about like, okay.
1: No one actually calls it butt rock to the face. That's behind the back.
0: (laughs) So when Chad Kroger walked to the room,
1: Chad Kroger would be pissed if he listened to this. this
0: Well, Chad Kroger seems like a scary fella for being honest. He just seems a little unhinged and he seems tall. And one of my great fears in life are incredibly tall people. Well, you missed the boat on
1: him. I I don't care. I met him. He was nice and not tall.
0: Well, I don't care to meet anybody. I'm going to be damned honest
1: with you. There's no one. There's no one. There
0: is no one. There's no one I care to meet.
1: There's one on my list, one left, and it has nothing to do with music. Uh, There's just this obsession that I have that we were meant to be friends, and that is Peyton Manning.
0: (laughs) I can see you being friends with Peyton Manning.
1: Yeah, we're supposed to be friends, for sure. And he listens to my radio station in Denver, I've been told by, like, multiple sources that are friends with him. And so every every once in a while, I'll just give a shout-out, like, Peyton, like, I'm not begging, but I'm kind of like, dude, come on. Like, we are meant to hang out one time. Give me one date. So, and how I often do you sing. dedicate
0: on your afternoon yeah. show on KYGO? How often do you dedicate to begging Peyton Manning to come on?
1: Once, once a week or so. I'll say. <laughs> Just it? hoping that I hit it's a moving many- target. I'm sure he doesn't sit around and listen around the clock. So, I have to like hit different times at different days and hoping that maybe he's tuned in in his Mercedes or whatever he's probably driving.
0: I'm sure people have told him, like, there's this dude on the video
1: who, like, is
0: obsessed with you. <laughs>
1: There was one time because he goes to all the country shows in Denver, Yeah, come out and sing with them (laughs) really poorly. And so he he must get his own room, but we're always hanging out with the artists, too. And so there was one show in particular It was a Jordan Davis concert. I'm in the room with Jordan Davis and we're just chatting and doing our thing. And all of a sudden, everybody's like, all right, we got to clear the room. We've got another group of people that are going to come in and say hi to Jordan. And so we're leaving. And the lady who runs the whole thing whispers in my ear, the next group is Peyton Manning. And I was like, well, then I'm just going to stay right here and I'm going to wait for him. And they're like, no, he wants to know who you are. (laughs) He wants the room cleared. And I was like, I'm literally on the other side of the wall from the only person in the world that I want to meet right now. Do I play? Do I go crazy? Do I just do my do I go full? I'm going to make it happen.
0: I totally thought that over the summer we went to Iowa to see Willie Nelson and we were so close. I could smell his chest hair. And I thought, I love oh, Willie no. Nelson. I want to jump on stage and hug him. I think that would be worth bail money. But my concern is he was so fragile. He was like sitting and his legs were crossed. And you know, when Elmo crosses his legs on the Sesame Street, like he's sitting on a wall and his like yeah, that he was Elmo. Eat. Anyway, I guess I I'm wrong. I would love to meet Willie Nelson. And I guess I do also have a dream that we would sit and toke it together And he could tell me stories and I would listen. And I guess that's my dream. And I guess what sucks about the whole situation is when you meet artists, it's never really like what you dream it would be. I mean, have you ever met an artist? And I just now I'm like, I don't care to meet anybody because it's never going to be what you want it to be.
1: On a previous podcast that we've done, we talked about our favorite meet and greet and our least favorite yeah. meet and greet. But yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, that Garth is the only one that comes to mind for me where I walked away and I was like, goodness, I'm so glad that that happened. It was the best thing ever. And yeah. I'm pretty sure it's he wears been an earpiece. your
0: profile picture for like six yeah. years now.
1: <laughs> it will be for life. It, and I, I'm pretty sure he wears an earpiece and he's got a team. like Your wife is Sean, like... his dad's name is Dwayne. His dog's name is this. His daughter's no name way. is No way. Do you think that's how they do it? Here. Uh, how else is he going to get to know all of these things?
0: Yeah, he has a good memory.
1: I guess. Um, but yes, th- other than that, you always walk away and you're just like, man, that was...
0: That was lame. It's a cattle call. We've talked about this before. Yeah. The people don't want to be there. I don't want to be there. You know, I don't think any artist, I unless they're brand spanking new, they don't want to meet you. I remember being at a meet and greet with Reba and... It was like, do not look at Reba. Mm-hmm. Don't you fucking I, look I was at up, Reba? Is
1: the same one? <laughs>
0: don't. I swear to God, if I see eyes come up off the floor and lay upon Reba, we'll kill you. And I, I'm like, I don't care to be here. If we're being honest, I don't care to meet anybody. I don't want to meet anybody. And but that was a sad moment for me because growing up, like, oh man fancy i'd sing that in my bedroom and it was like so cool and then yeah you're told don't look at her
1: don't i was so when i met reba i was so nervous because of all the rules and everything that was going on I walked up and there was just like a look on her face. Like she was mad and I didn't want. And so yes. I, in my head, I was like, I don't know if that's really her. That's like a stand in. And so now I go back and look at the picture and I'm like, yeah, that's her. And she looks really happy. How did they do that? Oh, let sure. me. She does
0: that Joker smile, yeah. Yeah. you know, that she does, you know, where she turns on the country sash charm. I always and- thought it was
1: permanent because of plastic surgery, but I've seen her not smile. And it was in this meet and greet. Let and me
0: tell you
1: the, I- the camera was in front of her. It came back.
0: Oh, I tell you. So that's what sucks is it's like odds. What if I meet Willie Nelson and he doesn't offer to invite me to his home to smoke weed with him? It'll be like my dream has been shattered. And then I'll be like, wow, all those times that I really thought we'd we'd hang out and be cool. I also sometimes think that if I met Dolly, she would somehow become like a grandmother to me and give me advice. <laughs> I, I mean, shut up. You have a dream too.
1: Just to hang out with Peyton Manning. that are you talking not, about? <laughs> not asking him to become my grandpa. There's a big difference.
0: All right, Sean, move on.
1: There's a whole different level of creepy in that.
0: <laughs> Will you be my grandma? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was I going to tell you? Oh my God, another day. My mom hasn't listened to this this podcast.
1: That's your go-to when you have nothing else to say. <laughs>
0: because I just, every day I talk to my mom. It's never brought up unless I bring it up. It just, it completely blows my mind.
1: At this point, you just got to chalk it up as a <laughs> loss. It's not going to happen. <laughs>
0: Like she's not going to get mom's support on this one. There's,
1: there's the only thing that you're doing with your life right now. Yeah. She's she's just not going to be invested in it. She's unfortunately.
0: Like, she's I'm, like, I know you need our support right now, but this is a shit product that you guys are putting
1: out. <laughs> this and is we a,
0: can't put our name on it.
1: This is the end of the fourth week. That's a full month. That's a month. I know. I feel like if, if, if somebody who we are like intimately close with at this point isn't listening, they're not going to listen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's really true, yeah, what do you want to talk
1: about? I will tell you that I'm kind of pissed. <laughs> why? so this morning i I got a new shower put in, and it's it's a oh like my it's God,
0: like, hanging with the stars, <laughs> no, putting in on. the shower go ahead
1: it's It's a radio thing. And so they'll oh, come it. to you every now and then with these opportunities, right? Where they'll offer you a product and you talk about the product on the radio and you get the product. And so I got a new shower and it's actually, a, it's a, it's a beautiful shower. It's really cool. But they, when they came in the, the master bedroom, so my shower, it, it's already like customized and that, not because of us. It's just the way the house was when we bought it. And so well, yeah, they sure. couldn't, they didn't want to put in a new shower in there because it really didn't need one. So the bathroom that the two boys share. The get five-year-old the new and the 13 Yeah, they shower? get the nice shower. They get the really nice shower because it's the only one that made sense. So they get the new shower. Anyways, a couple of months after you get the new shower in, it, where we live, an inspector has to come out from the city and make sure the construction and the whole project was done right. So today... The inspector was supposed to come this morning and I forgot all about it, didn't put it in my calendar or anything. Luckily, it's one of those things where they call you and they're like, we're going to be there in 20 minutes or something. And so they call and they tell me and I'm like, oh, shoot, I should go check that room and make sure that it's not completely trashed, completely trashed. I go in there and (laughs) it's funny how boys can get pissed. Like, I expect piss to be all over the toilet in a 12- and 5-year-old's bathroom, and I was yeah. prepared to clean the piss off the toilet. But I was not prepared to clean the piss off the wall behind the toilet <laughs> and off the vanity. And there's piss everywhere in off this room. The it's mirror. almost like they're, like, seeing what they can, like, hit. Like, it's almost like a game. Like, how, how in the hell did you get pissed in this spot and in this spot and this spot? And so I had 20 minutes to, like legit clean this bathroom not this inspector probably gave any shits how my bathroom looked but in my mind he did and so I had to deep clean it and it just wasn't a good morning and I'm pissed now and so when the kids come home today they're gonna get some sort of chore since I had to clean piss off of every wall in their bathroom
0: Oh, my gosh. Your teenage boys get a brand new, spectacular, bougie shower. Well, teenage 13, boys.
1: One, one is a teenager. Oh, one that's is true. a five-year-old. just a
0: baby. Yeah, and you're
1: right. So, but the thing I always the joke, the running joke, and it's probably not even a joke at this point. And I'm just going to put it in my head that this is the case is that the 13-year-old just really likes the new shower. And that's why the showers are so long these days.
0: Oh, God, oh, that's a rough realization.
1: Yeah, I try not to think about it.
0: Somebody I, gave I, me one of those stickers and it, the one where Jesus is looking around the corner and says, <laughs> I saw that. And um, above my teenage boy's shower is like one of those like uh, thin windows out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like up high, just for light. And I put that Jesus sticker right there. Did you really? I saw that. (laughs) And I don't know if he has just never found it, but I just, I thought it was so funny that one day he'd look up maybe and see that and be like (laughs) scarred forever.
1: (laughs) I probably would have been growing up, growing up. We, we, I've told you this before. We were, we were lower middle class and emphasis on the lower. And so the house, the house that I grew up in had two bathrooms. There was one in my parents' room, and then there was one that me and my two sisters shared. And um, there was never any hot water. (laughs) (laughs) There was never any time. I would uh, know because of them. And so then it was not (laughs) pleasurable at that point. So I didn't find myself hanging out in the shower very long because there was no, (laughs) there was no warmth. And you want to be comfortable in those situations. Not only that, but. I'd get in the shower and I'd be in there for 30 seconds and I'd have somebody, one of the two sisters would need in the bathroom to get ready or to use yeah. the bathroom. And so then somebody's banging on the door. And so yeah, that, no peace. Yeah. <laughs> jerk no it. peace, no peace, no hot water. I just, that's, I, I just gave up. A, I gave up. I gave up. You were like, an angry no boy, what?
0: weren't you? You yes, became violent. You started killing small <laughs>
1: animals. No, I never killed any small animals. Don't put that out there in the world.
0: (laughs) I bought this like a year ago Christmas, and I was going to give it to somebody we both know. (laughs) Somebody we both worked with. It's a (laughs) book about how to live with a small penis. (laughs) But I thought, I'm going to mail this to him. And then someone told me that might come across (laughs) unprofessional.
1: I'm curious. I'm legit curious about what the book is about.
0: Um, it's actually not even a book. It's a notebook that you could take into me.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, let me take my notebook in. <laughs> and I'm like, this is just the perfect, it was perfect. But again, I was told it's unprofessional. And every day I swear, I think about it. And I think I'm angry at myself that I just didn't go with my gut. You know what I've been thinking about a lot lately?
1: <laughs> What's that?
0: <laughs> Moving on from tiny penis. <laughs> what I've been thinking about a lot lately my grandma's house because when it gets cold outside, it makes me think it goes to my grandma's house. And then you start to think back to how different it was that time because like she did weird shit. Like she'd sweep. She had like AstroTurf. She'd sweep that. She'd sweep, sweep, sweep all day. Or did your grandma do this? Was this a grandma thing? She had rugs, every, like bath rugs. And she had like, first of all, her house is carpeted. And then on top of it, she had bath rugs placed all over the house. Is that just my, was that just my grandma?
1: I don't remember the bathrobe. She did have a, she had a couch that wasn't even that nice, but she insisted on having it covered at all times.
0: (laughs) Which is so funny to me because I'm like, why even have a couch if you don't want to sit on it? Cause you'd sit and it would get sticky and hot. And just another thing my grandma did, she would set out a bowl of Cheetos, like cheese puffs for when guests came. And I don't think she understood the idea that that will get, you know, like stale.
1: Yeah. So there was, had- there was probably nothing worse than grabbing a handful and they've been sitting out for five weeks. <laughs>
0: yeah. And it was like, mm, Grandma. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> the weirdest thing, my grandma, well, she did a lot of weird things too. But the one thing that always comes to mind for me was I would get so excited when I got to have sleepovers, they always played bingo. And so I'd go with them on like a Friday night when and then they her- smoke
0: cigarettes. Oh, and they'd have like cigarettes. the troll dolls. God, so it was like God a smoke. Rest-
1: their souls. Both my grandparents died from smoking cigarettes. That's why, that's why both of them are no longer with us. And, um, so, but yes, they smoked a lot. Do you want Dolly to be
0: your grandma? Because
1: she wants to sign her up. But anyway, I'd go to bingo with them on Friday nights and then I'd stay over not every Friday, but when I got to, it was a real treat. But it was my grandma's routine to get up early on Saturdays. And she wore this, like, nighty thing. And boobs <laughs> would pop out from side to side sometimes. You saw your and grandma's she,
0: boobs? Yeah,
1: she didn't even really care. It wasn't even like a, my grandpa didn't care. It wasn't even like a sexualized thing. It was just like part of what grandma's boobs hanging out of the thing. I you better know, tell so her to put but- it back in. and But she would vacuum. So she'd get up early on Saturday. And her routine was, she'd, tur- she'd put something in the eight-track player. And she'd turn it up really loud, and she'd vacuum in this nighty. And so many of my memories... And are from her boobs are song. hanging out? It, not, it wasn't like often. It wasn't always. But there was definitely a couple of instances where there would be some boobage coming out the side when she was vacuuming. I never understood why she didn't just take the nighty off and put regular clothes on before she started vacuuming. But because clearly I think
0: she was, she was older And she wanted to be comfortable more and more as I get older myself. I want to wear comfortable pants that are elastic. I want to wear shirts that I know or bras that aren't itchy. You know who fascinates me? Girls who can wear thongs. And I... I just have never been able to do that. I I can't. I think it's like this, like training you have to go through where you're just super (laughs) uncomfortable for a long time. And then one day, I guess, because people I know who are like thong wearers, I'm like, what are you doing? Just, I would say, don't wear anything. You got a piece of string up your butt. And have you ever seen those ads for the ones where the butt part are pearls? Yes. I mean, like how fun would that be for a lady to sit all night on a pearl necklace god dang it we went there again but i'm just you know that's probably why she wore her muumu because why not
1: i guess i mean it makes it makes a lot of sense but anyways i'll hear some of these songs that she used to play on the eight track player and it takes me back to that moment And it's like, it's a happy moment for me. But at the same time, I'm just like, I'm, I'm like reminiscing about grandma vacuuming in the nighty with her boobie hanging out. And like, it's almost kind of creepy too, but good memories for sure. That was, that was my grandma's thing. She also had this bird and like to get to the bedrooms, the bird was like at the, at the start of the hallway. It it was one of those green, those green birds. Okay. They're popular green birds. Everybody has them. I don't know what they're called. Anyways, it was named Baby. And she had it the whole time forever. They lived forever. And it was Birds at the end of the forever. hall. Yeah, it was at the end of the hall. And to get to the bedrooms, you had to go past the bird. And the bird was mean. Only her and my grandpa could go by the bird without the <laughs> bird like attacking and pecking you. And it would peck you hard to make you bleed. Was it and not so in the
0: cage?
1: it they just it, let it came, baby go well, it everywhere. Could go, it could go in the cage, or it could come out and sit on top, and that's where it preferred to sit. And so, I would have to call my grandma or my grandpa to block the bird, so that I could get from the bedrooms to the rest of the house every time I wanted to go back and forth.
0: <laughs> it's weird that that is like an insanely crazy story. The boob story is insanely crazy. I mean, I you live, you've lived quite the interesting life, Sean. Yeah, I saw my grandma's boob one time, and this was my dad's mom. I took her to the doctor, I remember, and her titty popped out. And I thought, oh, my God.
1: At the doctor or on the way?
0: No, at the doctor. She had to put one of those gowns on. It was like looking at a mirror at what my future holds. And it is wrinkly, and it is inflamed and it's everything and i got sad i remember seeing her titty and being like oh
1: <laughs> i i i wasn't i mean it when my grandma's boobs were popping out this was when she her so this she didn't do this whole vacuum routine once my grandpa <laughs> passed away and she moved out of the house that they grew up in and are that they that they like had their life it. in yeah. yeah and so anyway that the, the, the so she was around a long time after my grandpa. So all the boob popping out moments were when I was much younger. And at Stop that point, <laughs> it was just, it was just normal. It was part of life. I didn't find it. We I didn't check yeah. it out. So I don't know. I can't even describe it. If you were looking for me to describe my grandma's boob compared to yours, grandma's boob, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't yeah. Know but it I would be part. like,
0: if you saw your grandpa's wiener, you know what I mean? Like then you would have, if I saw my grandpa's wiener, I would have died on sight. Number one. And number two, it wouldn't have, it would have been like ew but it wouldn't have been like wow that's my future
1: yeah like, that's true
0: you know what i'm saying like so you would have to essentially see your grandpa's wiener
1: well i'm proud to say that never happened <laughs> he didn't wear anything that <laughs> would Let's make just... it pop out when he was vacuuming or anything so <laughs> I yeah, my grandpa kept the wiener under lock and key and it was good <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for that
0: <laughs> <laughs> grandma's boobs were just you this is two days in a row where we have talked so much about boobs and it's, it's like, we got to pull back. We got to stop. Yeah, we get on these. Tangents. Out of control.
1: Yeah. Well, we went on a, we went on a poop tangent for a while and then a dead body tangent and now it's a boob tangent. And so, yeah, we'll, we'll move on. This will be the last of the boob talk for a while.
0: I would like to go back to the dead people talk.
1: No, I don't want to. <laughs> that was my least favorite of all of them.
0: Really? Yeah. Does death scare you?
1: Not not death itself, necessarily, but like, I don't know. I don't I'm creeped out by dead people. I like even like open casket funerals. I, I prefer not to go,
0: yeah, and speaking of our grandparents era, like, what was up with taking pictures at funerals, like Polaroids? We have so many pictures of dead the body, people. yes. Like when you go up at the end of the funeral, and it's an open casket, yeah. and you walk by, and it's people took past. so weird. And I, I have learned no, nobody else's family did this. But if you go to my parents' house and look in my photo albums, it'll be like, oh, oh, ooh, then you get to the funeral picture, and it's like there's Aunt Sally and it's just like oh it's so weird I,
1: I there's only been one or two circumstances where it's happened but i've seen people post pictures on social media at funerals of, and there's a there's the body and I'm just oh. like that, that's not very let me make one request before today's episode is over when and if i die please yeah. don't one i don't want to have an open casket but two if if for some reason i do please don't take pictures of me dead i don't I don't yeah, want that's that. so
0: weird. Why would you even do that? But that was something that w- my family did. And I'm like, that's so weird. And then I would bring it up to people and be like, you know how like that generation did that? And people are like, no. And I'm like, yeah, I know that would be weird. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> I'm not familiar. you your family might be an outcast.
0: Oh my God. Let's segue into thanking our sponsors. Go to the spice and tea exchange because say Sean that you your kids are ravenous. School's ended. your husband comes home from work. he's tired, he's hungry. he needs a meal. He needs a man's meal. and so he goes, <laughs> Sean, stick with me on this. He needs a good stew. You go into the spice and tea exchange in Fort Collins. You're going to get all those spices that you need to make him happy, to make the kids happy. And then after everyone goes to bed and you've cleaned up and done some laundry, you can enjoy some cold stew yourself. Spice and Tea <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> not where I expected you to go. I thought maybe it was going to be like a sleepy time tea.
0: No, no. I went with stew today. Um, uh- Spice and Tea Exchange, go into their Fort Collins location, uh, promo code. Sadie has no friends. You just say that to them and they will give you 10% off of your order. Whoop, whoop.
1: All right. I think that's it for this episode. <laughs> it was a fun one. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I did.
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. And be sure to tell your friends and subscribe to the show. Follow us on social media because we are thirsty. And by we, I mean me.
1: Bye. <laughs> Bye.